If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to I Am Refocused Radio with your host, Shamaya Reed. This show is designed to inspire you to live your purpose and regain your focus. And now, here's your host, Shamaya Reed. Hey, welcome to I Am Refocus Radio. We are here once again, and today we have another special guest. We have Joseph Reisbert, and he's going to talk to us today about this very big topic right now with Ukraine and I just want to say first, good morning to you, sir. You are known for your your amazing book that we will discuss a little bit, but you're also an Emmy Award winning television writer and producer, and you're best known for creating the show, The Americans. But with the hot topic that's going on with Russia and Ukraine, what are your thoughts with some of the recent events that have taken place? Well, thanks, Shemai. It's great to be here with you and uh, happy to get a chance to talk about the pretty tragic events that are that are taking place in the world. You know, before I get into it, I, I want to note first how terrible it is what's happening there, uh, because I'm going to say some things where I try to think about it a little differently. And I want to be very clear where I'm coming from, that the Russian invasion of Ukraine is a terrible ac- action. It's causing enormous suffering. We have no idea how much more suffering it may cause. I think it's morally inexcusable, politically indefensible. And, you know, it's good to see that there's a lot of unity on that uh, in America and in the West. Not entirely. There are some there are some other voices, but I think there's pretty uh, broad feeling that that is all correct. And I'm happy to see that. Um, but I think there are a couple of perspectives that are missing. And the first one I'll, I'll mention is remembering that we have behaved very much in the same way as Russia is behaving now. Again, that is not in any way to excuse it, but it's tried to, in order to try to understand it and think a little more deeply about it. So we could come up with plenty of analogies and none of them are at all perfect or exactly the same, but a lot of us can remember the invasion and war in Iraq that started in 2003. I should mention it that at the time I fully supported that. So I'm not looking at this from the perspective of someone who, you know, at the time understood what an error it was. It took me a while to, to come around. But it was not that different from what Russia is doing today in Ukraine. We started out afraid. We felt that Iraq had these weapons of mass uh, mass destruction. We were terrified of that in the same way that Russia is afraid of being encircled by the West and by NATO. 
We initially made a lot of demands for how Iraq could keep us from invading. And when they were not met, we said that diplomacy had failed. Hundreds of thousands of Iraqis were killed in this war. Obviously, the war in Ukraine is not remotely in that territory and hopefully we'll never get there. But we also can't rule that out. Uh, and finally, you know, as I said, that's just one of plenty of examples of when we have behaved that way. And, and the reason I mention all that is I think it is a mistake to overly vilify Russia in this in this case. It's it's correct to hold them accountable and to point out what a terrible, tragic event they are they are initiating. But I think we can do a better job politically and morally if we remember that they are not necessarily that different from us. And once again, we are talking to Joseph Weisberg and also in your book, Russia Upside Down, an exit strategy for the second Cold War. You discussed in your book growing up in Chicago, you discussed your, your dad having a book library and your process being a CIA in your mid-20s. But you also discussed, like you said earlier in this interview, some of the different perspectives of how you break down Russia and just history and Putin and you know, how, you know, former President Trump has some of his influences of how he looked at Putin. You kind of break down different perspectives of just factual situations. So discuss that a little bit with the audience. You know, there, I'm sure that the your audience, I'm sure, is somewhat divided between uh, those of us who lived through and remember the original Cold War very well and those who grew up afterwards who it's not even a memory for, but something to sort of look at in, in the history books. Maybe they're getting a little taste of what it was like because to some degree it's starting to happen again. But what I tried to examine in my book, you know, I said a second ago, it's important that we not vilify Russia. And my book is in a way a long examination of that question based on how much I had vilified the Soviet Union, that the way I grew up thinking and believing was very much how Ronald Reagan thought about the Soviet Union, that they were an evil empire. And the flip side of that was that we were the shining light on the hill. It was a very kind of binary black and white way of viewing the world. And in a way, it made me feel good because I got to feel like the good guy. I was one of the good guys. My country was the good guys. I was, you know, nobody could complain about me morally. And to think that way about myself, I needed to think about them as the bad guys. And there's something about that way of thinking that it's all just good and bad that I don't that as I grew older and studied politics more and learned more about the world. And as I describe in the book, also, as I went through therapy and examined that kind of black and white thinking in my personal life, there's something about that kind of thinking that I think makes it very hard to uh, behave in a decent, humane way in the world. With the current events and President Biden just had a state of UN and he made some comments about where he stands with NATO and what they plan to do with sanctions. What are your thoughts with how United States is joining their allies and their response to the situation? I have a couple of, of reactions. Um, the first one is that I feel like I myself feel a little stuck now that I'm not sure what the best way to respond to this Russian attack is. I understand the American and NATO response, and maybe it's the right one. I don't, I don't really know. But, but my focus is that we wanted to avoid being in this position, if at all possible. Once war is already broken out, once things have already gotten this bad, it's very hard to, to come up with a policy that's going to really create a, create a better situation. So I think about, for example, when we just pulled out of Afghanistan, and it was so tragic and went so poorly. 
but I don't know that there was a better way to do it. The way to avoid that situation would have been to not get into the war in the first place. And I think it's the same here. I don't think there's any way to know for sure if this war could have been avoided. But I do note that Russia and Putin came to the West and they said, we are going to take military action unless you recognize our security concerns and meet some of our demands. And I don't think that was ever taken very seriously. For example, the probably the primary most important demand was that we guarantee that Ukraine never joined NATO. And we were unwilling to seriously consider that. And I think that was a mistake. And if we had come around and one way or another made, tried to make some sort of negotiation or deal where we fundamentally agreed that it was reasonable and okay for Russia to ask our NATO security alliance not to expand into this bordering country for Russia, I think it is possible there would not have been an invasion. I don't, obviously don't know that at all. Maybe it would have happened anyway, It's the, and we will never know. But the fact that we it would have been very low cost to find out, to kind of try to make an arrangement and see if we could avoid this war. So I think that's my primary you know, policy comment that I have to make, is that you don't want to miss those opportunities to stay out of the conflict in the first place. Once again, true honor talking to Joseph Reisberg, and you want to read his book, Russia Upside Down, an Exit Strategy for the Second Cold War. You can learn a little bit about history and learn about his personal experience and his personal take. Thank you for taking time of your busy schedule for talking to us today, sir. Thanks, Shemai. I really enjoyed it. I Am Refocus Radio is brought to you by FOO 4 Star and Holy Crab. FOO 4 Star is a family-owned Asian restaurant in San Antonio, Texas. We have been a local favorite for Asian cuisine for over 10 years. With nothing but full smiles and fast service, you'll be leaving satisfied. Come on in for some authentic Vietnamese food. Holy Crab is one-of-a-kind Cajun Creole-style seafood restaurant located in Universal City, Texas. We offer traditional seafood items as well as chicken and steak. We also offer seafood boils. Come give us a try. You won't be disappointed. You can find these two eateries in Universal City, Texas at 2921 Pat Booker Road. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.